Hey guys, welcome back to Funny Blunt Truth Podcast. We're on episode 31. We have a very special and uh, fun guest on. Dean. Here we go. Sorry. <laughs> Dave from uh, Arrowhead Paranormal Investigations. Uh, this episode, we're going to talk about the paranormal. Dave, uh, you want to say hi to the listeners out there? What's happening, guys? What's up, man? Super excited to uh, to have you on the show. Been excited for this episode for a bit now. Um, so uh, what, how do you feel about the paranormal, Don? I... Uh... See, that's a tough one. It's not that I, I don't believe. It's just there's no evidence that I can see to really support it. So, I mean, I, I do think, I do think, and it's kind of weird. Well, that's why we got Dave on. I know he's, he's yeah, I'm so excited. Um, I, I, I'll say this though, I do think that almost everybody in the world has had a paranormal experience, whether or not that's like true paranormal activity or it's just like you know. I don't know, like chemicals going off in the head, uh, auditory hallucinations, or like electromagnetic interference. I don't know. But like you said, that's why we got Dave. Dave, how do you feel about that? I have a ton of evidence I can show you guys. Awesome, awesome, man. Totally looking forward to uh, hearing some of this stuff. <laughs> so I guess the first uh, standard question uh, that, that you can imagine was common was, how did you get into this, Dave? How did this whole thing start for you, the paranormal investigations? When I was eight years old, I used to wake up uh, in my bedrooms. My, my brother and I shared a bedroom in Griswold, and we, we had bunk beds, and I slept on the top. And every night I would wake up, and there'd be this little old man standing in my doorway. What the and, fuck? I mean, at, <laughs> That's insane. And I mean, at that age, I mean, it creeped me out. It freaked me out. So at, at one point, I shut my door. I woke up again the next night, and this little old man was half in my door. What? Like his the door went right through his body. It was crazy. Dude, that's like <laughs> that's freaking insane. Um, so let me ask you, like, was it shadowy or did it look like a person? It was legit human. Damn. Like no see through, no nothing. So Dave, uh, how, how long did this last for? Like this, you know, this little guy popping up. Couple months before it disappeared. So did, did he do anything or did he just stand there? He just stood there and watched me. How long would but, he be there for? Until I fell back to sleep. Mm. Then he wasn't there in the morning. But a, a weird story about that is a a few months ago, I was going through old family pictures, and I picked up this one picture, and there's this guy that was watching me as a child. What? So I asked my mom, and she's like, oh, yeah, that's an old family friend. He died in the early 80s. Holy crap. Oh. Yeah. That is freaking insane. So that, never, he, that, never, that never scared you as a kid, though? No, I, I have no fear. I I definitely would have shit myself. <laughs> Seriously, dude. Yeah, I'm with you on the pooping on yourself thing, man. That, that would have scared the shit out of me. So, Dave, uh, what about that? What happened after that? Were you like, were you always a believer, or like, were were other things? Uh, after that, I did. I I used to do a lot of research. Like, I lived in Griswold, so I researched all the area of all the haunted places in Griswold, and. I'd go to the cemeteries, and it, when I got to be a teenager, we'd 
me and my friends would take the car out and we'd travel further, like Rhode Island and all around just to do the cemeteries. And when I finally got old enough to get a job and have money, I just when I started buying all the equipment. Hmm. And what kind, what kind of equipment do you use? Right now, my team has a bunch of K2, which is like an electromagnetic field detector. It just it lights up if there's magnetic energy around it. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. We have a DVR system with six cameras. Um, we have audio recorders. We have handheld video recorders. And believe it or not, this is the coolest thing ever. We have a little cat ball that we got at <laughs> uh, Petco that does the same thing as the K2. You put it in the middle of the floor, and if something walks by it, it lights up. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. It was like fuck. So it, so it picks up, like, electromagnetic fields and, like, electricity and stuff like that? Yeah, it um, it has five different colors ranging from yellow to red, mm-hmm. and the stronger that it is around it, the more colors you get. Red means get the F out the room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's going to die. So Dave, um is is temperature like a thing? Like does the room get colder or there's like an apparition or ghost in the area or is that like a a myth? In my experiences, it depends how cold or warm it is in the room. Like I have been in 100 degree weather and I've gotten goosebumps and I've been in sub zero degrees and I've started to feel warmer. Mhm. And what do you what do you think causes that? Like, why? What would a ghost have for changing the temperature? Like, what would be their motive? <laughs> or is it is it just it, them being there that changes it? It's just them being there that changes it. Huh? Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, because you you always see that like happen in the movies, and I was just curious about it if uh, that was an actual thing that happened when you're when you're like in investigations and stuff like that. Well, you know, all matter is really just vibrating energy at different frequencies, so. You know, there, I guess there's a possibility, you know, something could be like that. Uh, I'm going to hit you up on something here, Dave, because you actually mentioned Petco and cats earlier. Um, I've always heard that animals have a reaction to this stuff. Is that necessarily true that you found? We haven't really experienced any animals on our investigations, but my dog is really funny with this. Uh, he, my dog picks up things. <laughs> really cool. Yeah, that's uh, that's funny when animals do that shit. Like if it's like a dog or a cat, and you're just sitting there, and they just like they just like look at something, and you're like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah, freaks you out, man. You're looking like, "What are you looking at?" <laughs> you know, we do that sometimes because we have three dogs in the house, and every now and again, one of them will just start staring at the wall and start like walking along the wall like it's looking at something. We're like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> but you know, so so Dave, uh. You've always been a believer. Was there any time that uh, that you've been like a skeptic? Oh, absolutely not. Hmm. No. So from I, the beginning. I, yeah, from the beginning. Like I, I can't per se see spirits, but mm-hmm. a lot of my family members can. I I can feel them. I know that there's something there, but I can't see it. Whereas my daughter can, my mom can, my uncle can. Mm-hmm. It's, it's weird. What do they say they look like? Just out of curiosity, did they describe it? Did they describe the stuff differently, or is it all like pretty much the same experience? Like my my uncle can see full on humans that aren't there. My daughter can see full on humans that aren't there. 
And my mom is slightly more intuitive than I am. She can see it, but only in like weird, like infrared colors. So I actually have a question on this. Why do they come to, if they're ghosts, if they have, if they're like free forming, at least that's the, the, the idea that I have. Why do, why are they always anthropomorphic? Like why do they come through as humans if they're, if they don't have a human form? That's a good question. Because that's what's mostly on the earth. They, they try to mimic. If it's not a human, they'll try to incorporate or interact with us. That's interesting actually, because not to, not to interrupt you, but in the movie Contact, she, uh, the main character encounters an alien, but the aliens have assumed the identity of humans to make it easier for us to understand them, so. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it makes perfect sense. Uh, you know, if you're gonna interact with humans, you're gonna, you're gonna come back, you know, looking like a person. Well, you, def- you definitely don't want to come out of the walls with, like, you know, scorpions on your head and snakes out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. For, like, dogs and cats, they come out looking like giant dogs and cats. <clears throat> that would be wild. <laughs> right? I got uh, I got another weird, crazy story for you. Let us that, have um, it, man. Shoot, man. My uh, my cousin, she, she died of uh, of brain cancer at six oh. years old. Sorry to hear and that. And she was really close to us. and. Mm-hmm. My youngest daughter, which she, I think she was maybe four or five at the time, mm-hmm. and she was in the bathtub, and my wife and I were in the living room, and we uh, we heard her get out of the tub, mm-hmm. and we're, we weren't really paying attention. We're like, all right, Sid, go get dressed and do whatever. Mm-hmm. And like 10 minutes later, we can hear from the bathroom, hey, I'm ready to get out. Can somebody get me a towel? What? So I'm like, that was really weird. So I go to get her a towel. And there's little wet footprints from the bathroom all the way to the laundry room, and there was nobody there. Holy crap. So mm. I think that was my cousin. That's crazy. That's pretty creepy. Yeah. <laughs> now, you don't you don't want to, like, run out of the house and be like, fuck this, we're burning down the house and selling it. <laughs> no way, this is the best. Yeah, again, I crap myself. So have you... Have you... I, have you had any of those experiences when you're out doing research or gathering data? Not so much like the personal experience. Like I've caught a ton of voices that weren't there on my voice recorder. Uh, I have this really cool picture of an apparition from the second floor of the Leffingwell Museum in Norwich. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's crazy. But not so much interacts with us. Now that that uh, audio thing isn't that like enhanced? They have a they have an acronym for it. I can't remember. It's like EVS or ESV or something EVP. like that. EVP. That's EVP. What does that stand Electronic for? Electronic voice phenomenon. Okay, and that's the something where like you just stick it in a room, you record, and then you listen to it at like increased volumes later. Well, yeah, it doesn't even have to be increased volumes on a good one. You don't even have to filter it out. Like uh, again, at the Leffingwell Inn, it was me and another girl sitting there asking questions. And uh we get a male deep weird voice that says, Watch it and apparently I was in his way. Hmm. So you you only hear that afterwards though, right? Yeah, you can't hear it with the naked ear. That's wild. Interesting. So what's 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 like the craziest thing? When you've been when you've been in a house, you're doing your deal or you're wherever you're at that you're trying to do, what's the craziest thing you've ever had happen to you? Not so much in a house, but we were at uh, Haley Farm in Groton, and it was 
two, three o'clock in the morning, and we're just walking the paths, uh, going up to the little cemetery that's up there, and I just felt this weird, intense anger, like if I would have had something like a, a stick or a rock, the guys in front of me would have been hurting. <laughs> but by the time we got back to the car, I was all set. I was fine. And that, wow. that's never happened again. It was just weird. And I'm, I'm not an angry or violent person at all. So, so what do you think happened, Dave? Like something was like trying to possess you, some like negative energy, like it like influencing you and shit. I think something was trying to go through me or get into me. Mm-hmm. But uh, by the time I got to the car, it was gone. Hmm. It's freaking crazy. I wonder what that would be all about. Are they like, do you think, do you think there, there they're like, there's a couple deaths up there, so. Do you think like so, so? So like, what happens then? Like, if somebody gets murdered or, or dies or whatever it is, are they just like hanging around, or what's the deal? This is sometimes they will like if they don't know they're dead, um, they'll hang around, or if they have unfinished business, they'll hang around. But ninety percent of the spirits just go. Mm. So the ones that they don't go. You know, they're just possibly like restless spirits or like, you know, have been, been murdered, unfinished business? Yes. Hmm. So, and then there's the evil ones who just are just nuts and they don't want to leave. That's wild. Could you imagine that, Dave? If you're just like, you got, you tripped and fell and like, you no, hit your I can't head and you never that. knew you died like a Bruce Willis in a sixth sense. And then like, you just spent like 500 years walking around being all angry because nobody would interact with you and you didn't realize you were dead. Yeah, it's uh, it's crazy, man. It's like the movie Ghost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, angry, angry dude on the train, uh, flicking bottle caps. Get off my train! <laughs> <laughs> so we got ghosts possibly lingering around us right now. Yeah, I always wondered that. Would ghosts see like everything, like even our intimate moments, or they only just show up for like a short period of time? Or Taking a dump. what's your view on that, a, Dave? A lot of ghosts. It's it's like watching a movie. They've done things for so long and so often. It's like you're watching a video clip. Like for instance, uh, if every night at nine o'clock, you might see someone walking down your hallway. You're gonna see that every night at nine o'clock, and they're gonna do the exact same thing. It's, it's like watching a movie clip. They're not gonna interact with you. It's like a like a stamp in time where you're just watching a movie clip. That's interesting. Huh. So then are there ghosts that can interact? Cause I, 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 I see, yes. I don't know. I'm coming from popular culture and stuff. I obviously haven't really studied any of this, but, uh, you know, you see things where like the ghost, you know, slams the door in somebody's face or drops a chandelier on their head. Mm-hmm. Um, I am doing a case with my team tomorrow where this lady has been tripped uh, she's been pushed. Uh, they pushed her into the burning wood stove. It's, it's not a they good almost situation. pushed her off her second story deck. Ghost needs anger management. So we're we're going to get to the bottom of this. <laughs> Sick fucking ghost, man. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Now, I we, think I would have left that The ghost house. is attached to this person and not the house, though. Oh. So that's better, right? Yes. So what, what would, what would cause a ghost to be attached to a person and not a house? I've never heard that. Uh, uh, stress, uh, emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so negative energy like attracts them. Yes, there, there's a theory where um, if if you live near limestone, uh, the limestone acts as a conductor 
And if, if there's a teenager with raging hormones, it'll cause a poltergeist. Hmm. What's uh wait now now just to to clarify what is a poltergeist exactly is that like human in, incarnation or what the German it, it, poltergeist is the German word meaning noisy ghost. Hmm. Uh, the movies have glorified this. Uh, it, it's it's not good, but it's nowhere near the movies. Mm-hmm. It, it's gonna cause havoc. Those are the kind of ghosts that will hide your keys, will move your coffee cup, will turn on the lights, turn on the water, that kind of stuff. So, Dave, there's, there's like, all different types of, like, uh, paranormal phenomenon, right? I mean, there's, like, ghosts, um, you know, specters, apparitions. Yes. Hmm. Like, Demogorgon, like, Stranger yeah, Things, or... I, I have honestly never encountered a demon, and I hope never to, because I am not prepared for that. Yeah. So what happens if you That's, do, though? I mean, does does doing is doing the stuff that you do, like waving a, a metal rod in a, in a storm? You're basically fucked. <laughs> yeah, kind of. It's <laughs> the, the stuff that we do is. Uh, oh, hold on. Okay, sorry. That was, that was my Metallica. Phone. Yeah, that's my ringtone. Old school Metallica. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Uh, the, the stuff that we do is, is cut, take, like, a moth attracted to a lighthouse. Mm-hmm. It, to put that into perspective. Oh, absolutely. Could you I've imagine? Had a few. Yeah, I was just gonna say, I'm not, I'm not doing it. Um, <laughs> Fuck that. Yeah. Um, you got, you got something, Don? No, no, I, no, you go ahead and finish your point, cause I was actually kinda trying to possibly jump topic. Go ahead and finish what you were gonna say. Okay. No, I was just gonna say that uh, I've, I've been uh, asked out to uh, paranormal, you know, to investigate the paranormal, and uh, I, I do it. I'm inclined to do it. Yeah, but what if, what if it followed you home though? It's fucked again. <laughs> hey, hey, Dave. No, sorry. Go ahead, Dave. Finish that. Oh, there's a there's a a difference between like a public investigation and then taking your team out. A public investigation. Really, there's nothing going to happen. The ghosts are going to be like, yeah, there's way too many freaking people here. I ain't doing a goddamn thing. <laughs> and a, a, a private investigation with just like five or six guys, you're going to, you're going to get more evidence. That's interesting. So, so is it, so it's kind of like in the movies when, when people split up, you're saying there's a higher probability of somebody getting fucked. <laughs> yeah. God, don't ever split up. Now, this is what I was going to try to, uh, not try to, but I was going to jump topics kind of. Um, <clears throat> now we're down here in Florida, uh, and I know there was a ghost show that became really popular down in St. Augustine. Uh, are you aware of that lighthouse down there that they actually caught footage of something like walking Perhaps around? did that, yes. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, you want to, you want to explain about that? Cause I, I'm not like super familiar with it, but I do know because I went to that lighthouse and it was scary to me. But not because of like ghouls, but because I'm terrified of heights and I, I don't like being up that high. So <laughs> the the prominent footage that they put out to the public was they had their infrared camera pointing up and yeah. at the top of the lighthouse you could see a shadow figure kind of look over the railing and then go back. Yeah, that's what I saw, yeah, yeah. That's like the holy grail. It's crazy. So is that something like you you straight up like they got that footage. That's legit. That's not altered oh, yeah. or anything. Yeah, that I've actually seen the footage. 
That's crazy. Because I know that once that show happened, that's like a, that's a big selling point down there. When you go to that lighthouse, that's they mm-hmm. talk all day about that. Crazy. That's, that's awesome. Yeah, Taps is maybe 45 minutes away from me. That's pretty cool. And uh, uh, my, my my team and the Taps home team, uh, we investigated uh, Leffingwell in here in Norwich. So it, we, we all get along up here. It's like one big family. It's awesome. Yeah, that's cool. I could imagine uh, paranormal investigators being tight and uh, having a, a similar mindset, you know, a little tight community. Yeah, you have to be a little crazy. Yeah, Don, um, when uh, Dave talks about certain areas, like I, I'm very familiar, uh, you know, I grew up in Connecticut, so like uh, I know Groton, I know some of the places he's mentioned, and there's one place that's like fucked up. It's called uh, North State Hospital. Let me tell you, man. This it's like out of like a fucking movie. It is like super cre the screwed up dude. It's scary. Yeah. Oh oh yeah. Like I'm telling you, like straight out of like a horror movie, weird vibe, super creepy. Um They tore it down. <clears throat> yep. Like it was a legit, you know, mental hospital. And you guys, listeners, uh, you can Google images of a uh, North State Hospital. You know, there's like state troopers that patrol now, but people used to go in there and uh, explore and investigate. Some of the pictures are just fucking nuts. Ta- yes, Taps did that one. So, oh, Taps did a uh, North State Hospital. That, that's pretty cool. Yeah, the people who've explored, they said that it's a really creepy, un- unsettling vibe, especially the tunnels. Yeah, it's 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 a weird vibe. Yeah. Especially in those tunnels. And there's like a, a auditorium. Um, you can Google images. Uh, the auditorium looks <laughs> nuts. Yeah, see, th- this is where I kind of get, you know, it's one of those things when you don't feel right when you go into a place like that. I always wonder if it's if it's a, a chemical reaction. I did a little bit of research before the show, and there is a um, an article in Psychology Today that said, um, there's this thing that seeing ghosts may be triggered, and I'm going to kind of quote this a little bit, by what's called agency detection mechanism. Um, it's proposed by evolutionary psychologists, and these mechanisms are to protect us from harm uh, at the hands of our predators and enemies. And kind of what they're saying is it's like if you're walking down uh, a dark city street or an alley and you hear a sound or you think you see something moving, um, it, this mechanism responds to heighten uh, your levels of arousal and sharp focus attention, um, and behave as if there was a willing agent present who was about to do harm. So I always wonder if that's something we go into those scenarios, like you, you go into the tunnels or whatever, and it's like your brain's reaction to keep you from harm. Dude, I've, I've had some crazy ass shit happen to me. <laughs> your evolution didn't work out for you, man. <laughs> no, man. Um, yeah. like legit, like, uh, I got some stories, uh, they're gonna sound insane. But I'll just, uh, I'll get into it since we're on air. They're, they're going to sound insane. Uh, two times, uh, you know, I woke up to being like kind of like just paralyzed. Like I couldn't move. Um, bed shaking like an earthquake, like su- super weird, like a rum- rumbling. I, w- I wasn't sleeping. Hun- 100% awake. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, wasn't a dream. Totally coherent. Can't fucking move, like totally paralyzed. Um, uh, this shit's gonna sound fucking insane and crazy. I'll say it anyway. I woke up to like a giant smoke dinosaur, like hovering over my face and head. 
<laughs> no, that doesn't sound funny at all. <laughs> no, I'm dead serious, dude. Like, it was like a, a giant fucking um, dinosaur head made out of, like, smoke. And it was, like, hovering over my face. And, like, I woke up and I, like, I pissed it off. Like, you know, like, it, it got upset that I woke up. Something made me wake up. <clears throat> and I don't know what the hell it was doing. But, um, obviously, I mean, it wasn't something good, I would imagine. And it kind of, like, did, like, a roar, kind of a roar noise when it backed off. Super pissed. Dave, uh, you, you ever, um, you ever had anything like that happen to you? Any, any weird experiences? See, I've had similar experiences. <laughs> I, I've woken up to what looked like an armadillo sitting on my chest, screaming at my wife to turn the light on when the light's on my side of the bed. What the? I could not move. Freaking armadillo. And it's in freaking armadillo. You see, there's. there's I, I will say, I will say, and I'm not here to pop any bubbles. Uh, if you ever listen to any of our program, we believe that everybody gets to have their opinion and their say without like strangling each other. We kind of what we kind of like about this podcast, you know. Um, but I will say that, that that thing that you were talking about, Dave, with not being able to move, I cannot remember it off the top of my head, but there is a sleep state paralysis that you go through when you're when you're dreaming. Mm-hmm. And it and it's your your body your brain shuts your body down so you can sleep or whatever it is. So um yeah. I think there's either the hypothesis or the knowledge or the, the evidence to show that I'm pretty sure when that happens, you're coming straight out of like dreamland, mm-hmm. and the reason you have you have this paralysis is because, um, at least this is what they say, is because um, you're still your your body hasn't come up to to awake mode yet, but your brain has. Does yeah. that make sense? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean that makes sense, dude. Um, you know, it could be all a chemical thing, you know, a biological thing, but um, mm-hmm. for sure, um, you weren't like foggy or anything. No, dude, no, nah, 100%. I, uh, I was crystal clear awake. Um, I remember it just, I mean, extremely vividly. So, uh, no fog, definitely was awake. Um, and, um, when I, when I woke up, man, the shit was, uh, it was, it was, it was pissed, man. It was super fucking pissed and like roared. Like, like a grunt? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to describe it. I mean, it wasn't like, like a roar. Um, as weird as it sounds, it kind of was like a, a loud bark, you know, but I, I think, um, whatever it was was trying to like possess me. Is that, is that, is that a possibility, Dave? That, did that thing could try to possess him or whatever it is? Like <laughs> if it was a spirit or an apparition? If it was a spirit or apparition, absolutely. <laughs> oh shit, Dave, you could have been the smoke dinosaur thing. <laughs> um, I'm telling you, dude, like, you know, this shit's real, man. It sounds fucking insane, but it it legitimately happened. I'm not crazy. I wasn't sleeping, you know, no fog, crystal clear to me. I woke up to this thing, like, hovering over my face. It was like a giant, (laughs) smoky dinosaur head. And, like, when I woke up, it it just kind of dissipated into the ceiling, you know, like, pissed off. And the noise it made, it was kind of like a... Like, it almost, like, snapped at my face, you know. I'm super mad that I woke up. And I have another story. Um, when I was young, my stepdad passed away, and we lived, like, in this apartment complex. And I was, like, chilling on a recliner watching TV probably, like, 2 in the morning. And um, there was, like, walking from the kitchen 
to down the sunken in living room, stopped in front of the recliner, and the and the TV just shut off. Now it could have been neighbors upstairs, but how to explain the TV? And to be honest, the walking was like right in the same apartment. Like I'm not crazy. This should happen. <laughs> yeah. You know what that is? I I would have this run. <laughs> he was just letting you know he was there watching you. Yeah. Um. I wasn't, I wasn't afraid either. Like there was no, no fear. Didn't feel creeped out like that. It just happened. Can, 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 can I regale you guys with my one story that I have? And I know, I know it's coming from Go a skeptical ahead, side, but, um, I'm always open to anything, but, uh, <clears throat> I was house sitting for somebody and, um, you know, it was, it was basically a dog sitting cause she had a, uh, like a little, I don't remember what it was, like a little shit dog. I, I don't, you know, but she didn't want to leave it alone. She wanted somebody to watch the house in case, you know, to make sure nobody broke into it. Say, so, yeah, whatever. And uh, it was weird, too, because her son had just gotten into a really bad accident, a motorcycle accident. And I think he was in a coma or he was being kept alive on life support. So so she had to fly, you know, across the country to be with him. So she's like, can you just watch my house? I was like, All right, fine, whatever. And, uh, out of the like four or five weeks I was there, nothing, right? One night, one night I go to lay in bed and I'm not even asleep. Like, you know, your stories, you're waking up from sleep. I go to lay in bed. I have the dog at the foot of my bed. I literally, I, cause I sleep on my side. I curl up, I lay on my side. And so I'm facing the wall and I'm my, my eyes are still open and I can hear footsteps coming from down the hall. Like I'm talking like somebody was wearing heels. Okay, and I'm all alone in this house. It's like click, clack, click, clack, click, clack, click, clack, all the way into the bedroom because I'm sleeping, or actually into the game, uh, the computer room, sorry, because that's where I'm sleeping in the computer room. Even now, this is giving me the willies to just recount this because I haven't really told anybody about it, mm-hmm. uh, except for a few people. So it's click, clack, click, clack, all the way into the room, click, clack, over to where the desk is, <clears throat> no noises, computer turns on. I am not fucking joking. <laughs> And that was it. I, I turned over. I was actually scared to turn over and look. And then, you know, I forced myself. I turned over and look, and then nothing there. And I had to sit yeah. there, wait, because this is uh, quite a few years ago. It, you know, like 30 minutes for this fucking gateway computer to load up to then shut it down to go back to sleep, which I didn't do. So I got another story. It's it's probably more weird, and it's going to sound crazier than the first. Um, my, uh, I was sleeping at my grandmother's house, and she had this little... It was like a, a porcelain Indian statue and it would, it would, uh, she had it set in, in the front door and, um, the room I was like sleeping in, it was like pitch black, but there was like this clock with like, uh, green LED numbers <clears throat> and the room was just completely black, but, uh, the numbers, you know, it was like a green illumination, like kind of like a beam and, um, you know, I'm sleeping knocked out, something wakes me up. And you hear, uh, I woke up to like noises, um, you know, coming from the kitchen, like dishes or whatnot. Like clanking noises? Yes, exactly. Clanking noises. Um, so from the kitchen, um, dishes, clanging, whatever, you know, falling. And then like, you know, running, like little, little footsteps. You can hear them (laughs) getting, (laughs) you can hear them getting closer and closer. So I'm laying there, like I sit up in bed. You know, wakes me up or something, something made me wake up, you know, at the, at the right time. And I look over to my left and, you know, the little footsteps, they, they draw closer, like into the room. And I'm just like, I'm like freaked out. Like, what the hell, what, what, what the hell's going on? 
and uh, look to my left, and this thing had, like, hair, like, dreadlock hair, and I saw, like, hair whip past the green, you know, illumination from the clock, like, the beam of light, and uh, this is also, I remember it, like, you know, clear as day, like it was yesterday, this is something that legitimately happened. <laughs> Dave, Dave, what do you think about that? Not to, not to cut you off, Dave one, but Dave two, what do you think about that? Objects can absolutely be possessed. It, um, like, have you guys ever seen the show Haunted Collector with John Zaffis? No. no, no. It is. It's actually a good watch. They're doing repeats now on uh, American <laughs> Heroes Channel, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, if you guys are interested in that, but he goes around and he does the same thing as like, uh, Taps does, but he yeah. finds hauntings and objects and he, um, he takes these objects and he has, uh, he has a museum up here in Connecticut mm-hmm. and he puts all these objects in like the, the movie, uh, Annabelle. That's mm-hmm. his. That, that's mm-hmm. the movie like with the, uh, with the doll, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. The, the original doll is a Raggedy Ann doll, though. It's not the movie regular doll. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've I've heard of the movie. Uh, I've seen the cover to it. It's like a like a doll or something, but I've I've never seen it. Um, so, Dave, you you kind of touched on this question already. Uh, what's the um the craziest place uh, you've investigated where you just you know you didn't feel right um, and um, Something was like off. There, there have been a few places. Uh, so you, you being from Connecticut, have you um, have you heard of Sterling? Yep, yep, yes, I have. It's um, it's in the middle of the state forest, and there's a grave up there. It's called Maud's Grave, hmm. and, and crazy things are going on up there. It, it used to be an actual drivable road, but they have shut it down for many years now. Hmm. Uh, I, I can remember stories of like my mom telling me they'd drive up there to party and the car would just stall right in front of the grave. She said that's happened to her a few times. Hmm. So I've been up there with my equipment and we've had um, voices up there. We've had the, the K2 meter with the, like, the electromagnetic field detector that those things were going off all different colors. Yeah. Um, we haven't caught in any spirits on video yet though. But it's just a creepy feeling up there. We've actually gotten chased out of there by the coyotes too. <laughs> you guys, you guys ever hear that story of that bus that stops at the railroad tracks or actually like any car? And if you wait long enough, uh, they say there's spirits that push it across. I can't remember what, uh, what program or where it was at, but they actually, they, they cleaned the back of a bus and they parked it right in front of the railroad tracks because they said a long time ago, like a bus full of kids got hit and, and all died or something. And, uh, and they, they put it in neutral, right? And the bus, like from a dead stop, starts rolling and goes over the tracks. Then they stopped the bus and then they dusted for fingerprints and found fingerprints all over the back of the bus. That's crazy. I, I remember watching something about that a while ago. Yeah, it was many, many years. Yeah, I've never heard of that, but that's definitely freaky. So Dave, I got a question. What are some of your favorite scary movies? I like anything from Rob Zombie. Uh, I, I just recently went to go see, uh, Don't Breathe. Okay. Yep. And how was that? Was that any good? It was crazy. It was, I thought it would be more horror-ish, but it was more like suspense, suspense. and like a, yeah. 
you had to think about it. I liked it. And that's the stuff uh, I Tuesday, love. I'm going to see uh, Blair Witch. Oh, cool, man. Um, <laughs> I'm definitely down with seeing. Uh, oh, come on, Don. I'm I'm definitely down with seeing the new Blair Witch. Nope. Nope. Uh, dude. Nope. Dude. Okay, so the original Blair Witch was was fucking creepy as hell, and it had that vibe that it was real. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. They didn't. They didn't tell people it was yeah. fake. They wanted you to believe it was real. Yeah, but when I saw it, I was uh, I was really young. I was, um, you know, I saw it alone in the dark, and I like fully, I fully like immersed myself in the movie, and I felt like I was there, and um, I thought it was like really well done, man. And then like with the found footage vibe, um, you know, like I said, it, it made you feel like you were there with them. I had this drunk guy at McDonald's today tell me the movie sucked because he just went to see it. That just buzz killed me, man. Oh. But I'm going to go see it anyway. Yeah. yeah, you should always, no matter what. I mean, with movies, just coming outside of paranormal stuff, it, with movies, it's like wine, dude. You never pay attention to what somebody else says. If they're going to give constructive criticism, say, you know, yeah, it was bland, it wasn't well lit, you know, maybe um, the the acting was a little corny or whatever, okay, so be it. Well, when somebody just fly out and says, like, it sucks, you just... I push them to the wayside. Like, mm-hmm. if they're just saying that to me, there's uh, not a lot of information going on there. Um, but um, to go back to the original Blair Witch, I remember seeing that movie because it was one of the only movies that I actually ever fell asleep during. I mean, oh, I was geez. so – I was just – I was bored to tears. Like, I didn't get it. Like, it was it, – they're like, ah, there's something. And then they, they show you something in a pouch, and to this day, I don't even know what the hell. It just – it looked like gobbledygook. <laughs> yeah, dude, the pouch. I think I think it was teeth and gums. I couldn't tell. Yeah. I'm 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 pretty sure it was uh it was teeth and gums. It was from uh the one dude that was like missing, <clears throat> and he's like screaming in the darkness, and then um you know yeah. they find uh they find his uh teeth and gums on like a pouch. At least that's what I thought it was. And then the other scene that was creepy as all fuck was uh when they were in the tent and the little baby hands were like tapping on the outside of the tent. I don't care what anybody says, man. Blair Witch was like screwed up. But for the time, that movie was very well put together for the budget that they had. Oh, absolutely, man. Agreed. It made a ton of money. 30000 At the time, it was the highest grossing movie ever. It was like 100 uh, something yeah. yeah, because they didn't spend any money, and then they developed it. And I think the only other movie to beat it from recent years, I think, was Paranormal Activity. I could be wrong on that, but uh, what did you guys think of that movie, Paranormal Activity? They didn't care. For I, it. I actually sleep on that one. You fell asleep during that? Yeah, that was a hour and a half. I can never get back from. Like, Dude, amen. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Dave. Thank you. Because for me, I watched that whole movie. I was laughing so hard I almost had tears. I mean, it looked like somebody's shitty home video from their house. And most of the time, all you saw was like the ventilation, like the AC ducting. And, you know, there's the wall, the ceiling, the wall. And people are like, it's so scary. And we go to watch it. I, I was laughing most of the yeah, movie. Not scary at all. Dave, how'd if you, you feel analyze about it? that movie, a lot of the times you can see the fishing line close the doors too. <laughs> <laughs> Should have used floral carbon. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, it was a fishing joke. Um, how I felt about Paranormal Activity, the, the same way I felt about Insidious, man. They just, they sucked. They sucked ass. They didn't care for them. Um, wasn't scared. I just think they're stupid. You know, that's just my opinion. And I agree with, uh, Dave feeling like you wasted your life. Um, it's just, uh, that, that's how you feel after watching a shitty movie. Yeah. Lawnmower Man 2. <laughs> 
Uh, dude, the first Lawnmower Man was definitely dude, cool. Dude, the, the second one, though, I watched that movie, and I seriously was upset. I got done with that. I was like, the f- why did I even watch that? <laughs> it was yeah, terrible waste of time. Yeah, when you watch a bad movie, you almost feel like, um, <clears throat> you know, you feel like when you're in your deathbed, a uh, minute left to live. <laughs> <laughs> if you can like go you think about how you wasted your life and like how many how many times did you watch a shitty movie and that's like two hours you could have got back there you know that's what i think about but in recent years the the creepiest movie that i've seen is uh has to be sinister the first sinister it definitely was a uh, screwed up and it had a really creepy soundtrack dave, dave number two check that out i haven't seen that yet yeah good for what's me. what's your yeah Dave, number two, what's your, your favorite, like, maybe modern, let's say the last, like, 10, 15 years, best horror movie to come out lately? Well, I would have to say Devil's Rejects. Mm. It's a little older than 10 or 15 years, but... That's fine. Yeah. It's Devil's Rejects is my all-time favorite movie. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, that's uh, Rob Zombie also, and uh, that movie was pretty screwed up. I never saw that. You have never... Wow. <laughs> That's a. I heard it's, it's really my favorite character ever. He had a clown dude. That was just directed by Rob Zombie, right? Like he wasn't in it. His wife was, but he just directed it. Mm-hmm. His his wife was uh the blonde chick, right, Dave? Yep. yep. And okay. the uh, his remake of uh, Halloween Two is is well done. Mm. If you have you guys ever seen American History X? Yeah. Yep. Love that movie. With the curb stomp scene? Yep. He does that, um, the, um, the guy who plays Michael Myers does that to one of his <clears throat> victims in the strip called parking lot and you see it all. It is really good. Now you see somebody warned me about that bite the curb scene and I remember when it came up in American History X, I actually like turned my eyes so I know the scene. I've actually never seen it. Oh. That's a scene you can never forget. It's implanted <laughs> in your mind forever. <laughs> That's why I didn't watch it. <laughs> Great movie. Don, you've never seen it? No, I have. I've seen American History X. It's just a whole movie. Okay. But somebody said, dude, when when he says bite the curb, he says look away, dude, because he's like, that shit fucks you up or whatever. Yeah, so, it does. It's traumatizing. It's brutal. That's why. And see, and I, I don't, I, you know, I, I, I'd like it, I guess I should say, but I've never been a huge fan of, like, gross horror genre. So if we're talking, you know, Dave, you and I, we like the thing, you know, uh, yeah, classic. who's the director? Carpenter? John Carpenter's the yep. thing, you know, where it's kind of like this, like, thriller horror stuff. But when it gets into that newer, like, grotesque horror, I can't do that stuff. Like, Hostel or whatever, or Saw. Yeah. Like, the first Saw wasn't too bad. But then when it gets into, like, people just getting thrown into vats of needles and shit, I was like, <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> yeah. See, the, the first Saw was like a mind play. And then it just turned into like a movie with actual stars. Yeah. Like <laughs> Mark Wahlberg. Mm-hmm. And it just, it degraded oh. the series. I think it was Donnie Wahlberg actually. I think yeah. it was his little brother. Yeah. Wasn't it? Yep. It was Donnie. Yep. Yep. I, um, I appreciated the first Saw movie. I thought it was, uh, I thought it was good. I think, um, the direction he went with the sequels, like they were just trying to make a quick buck and the quality just wasn't there. Yeah. But the first one was pretty solid to me. I liked it. You know, it's interesting about that to go off on a movie rant. Those two guys, the the director and the guy who played uh, the other dude who woke up in the bathtub, not the older guy, the younger guy, those two guys, they came out of film school and they could only af- afford to rent one room to film a movie in. 
And they go, well, we really want to make a movie and we can only afford one room. So they just came up with the idea of Saw and that ended up leading like their whole career. Um, but let me ask you something to, to go back into the crazy stuff, Dave, uh, number two. Um, what do you think about aliens, uh, existence, alien contact, stuff like that? Does that have any type of like parallels to your, your studies and stuff that interests you or what you believe in? I honestly don't really believe in aliens. I have never had the proof in front of me. Like I have more proof from the paranormal with ghosts than I have had with aliens. It's interesting. So until I actually have something in front of me that gives me a little hint or a little clue that there's something out there, it's kind of hard to believe. Now this is freaky. Uh, so you have <clears throat> you have ghosts of like the living, like living beings, humans. Um, could you have could you have like ghosts of like aliens? Do aliens have ghosts? <laughs> Maybe. Or 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 you know, ghosts could be multi-dimensional creatures that are at a higher level of existence than aliens. That's a possibility as well. You know, they could be, instead of like aliens are still like advanced three-dimensional creatures, uh, these things could be fourth-dimensional creatures. It's possible. Uh, yeah, anything's possible, man. Um, <clears throat> you know, I'm religious, but I'm not overtly like religious. Uh, but you know, I believe in God, and I feel like if you believe in God and the devil, uh, you know, everything in between's like possible, you know, like, so, Dave, I got another question for you, and uh, this is for the listeners also. Um, so, what what should you do if you feel like uh, your your house or place is haunted, or you, or you feel you feel like uh, you're being uh, messed with by like a ghost or an apparition? I would get a hold of a church um, of of your dominant denomination. Uh, if that doesn't solve anything, like a, a priest could come in and bless the house. Uh, if that doesn't solve it, uh, get a hold of someone like me on a paranormal team. Uh, we could come in, like my team is in and out in an hour and a half. Uh, we don't spend two, three days there. We don't spend all night there. We're in, we do our thing, we get out. And then within a week, we'll have your evidence if there is any. And if that doesn't solve your problem, <clears throat> you might have to go back to the church or okay. of, of a different denomination or bring in a psychic because we don't use psychics in our group. Okay. Uh, my team is strictly uh, Native American based. Okay. So we do things the Native American way. Okay. Uh, uh, you bring in a psychic and see what happens from there. Okay. So, so what is it about priests that ghosts don't like when they come in and bless a place? Or is that, is it not that they don't like it? Or, I mean, like, wh- why is it common that, that, uh, you bring in a priest? Like, what's, what's the solution? The, the, most people think there's a good and there's an evil. If you're alive and if you're human, you're on the good side. And if you're dead and you're messing with people, it's the bad side, and most people will initially think, okay, I have the devil in my house. So they bring a priest in to counteract the devil. When in actuality, nine out of ten times, it's going to be a relative who comes back to see you, a, ch- uh, a child that's just passing through who's been 
in the house for years and years and years. And they, they, the people need to understand that it's not always going to be the devil. So that, I mean, the, the first instinct is I need a priest. I mean, a priest isn't a bad thing, but there's other ways to solve it without having to bring in a, a church. So, and, and the follow up to that is, can you teach someone not to be afraid of ghosts or is there, is there something they can do if they feel they're scared or curl in the fetal position? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, it, if you have it, you have it. If you don't, you don't. Like I have three daughters. Two of them are deathly afraid of them and one of them's not. Hmm. It, it's Fair just, enough. you're almost born with it. Interesting. So, so, uh, I got another question for Dave, unless, uh, you got something, Don? Yeah, go ahead. No, I mean, well, it's either, it's either gonna be that time or it's your question. You pick which one. Rapid fire. Alrighty. Uh, Dave, I know this is your first time on, but nobody is free from the rapid fire. It's a little fun thing we do, uh, to kind of change up the episode and get things kind of jostled and it's fun. I'm going to give you some examples, and you answer however you wish or don't answer. Fuck out. You know, whatever you want to do. It doesn't really matter. We've had some okay. people, like, initially it was like this or that, and then, you know, the guests just kind of come in and obliterate the questions, or they build upon it, or they get stuck in it. But I'll give you an example. Like, if I ask you right now, what do you want, beer or wine, which would you pick? Neither. Neither? Okay, see, that's that's fair. That's a, Are you just like a water guy? I um I can't have alcohol. Fair enough, fair mm-hmm. enough. I'm um, a Mountain Dew guy. You said Mountain Dew? Yeah. I have friends that are like that, and that's their choice. <laughs> they love Mountain Dew. But um, So, like, if I'm going to ask you, like, Slimer from Ghostbusters or Ash from The Evil Dead, which would you pick? Ash. Slimer. Yeah, that's my favorite. Uh, a Haunted Mansion or a Haunted Lighthouse? Mansion. Now, which holiday, which holiday would you pick, Halloween or Christmas? Christmas. Wow, that's a surprise, see? I thought you were for sure going to go with Halloween. Uh, those, those gifts. Yeah, really. Nope. <laughs> Time of year, the snow, Bing Crosby on the radio. All right, I would did. you rather get stuck in purgatory haunting humans or move on to the next plane of existence? Haunting humans because I have a list when I go. <laughs> <laughs> nice. You don't have to name names, but would it be like a, a former boss of yours that you really hated or something? Oh no, family members and friends. I'm gonna yeah. piss a lot of people off. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> fucking funny. <laughs> that's a great idea. I like that answer. Um, all right, somebody's offering you a plate of food right now: hot wings or nachos. Which do you pick? Um, nachos. Fair enough. Someone tells you they can bring a spirit out to show you, but it requires a sacrifice. Would you rather sacrifice a goat or a horse? <laughs> goat. <laughs> It would be easier to bring down a goat than a horse. I have three daughters. If I killed the horse, I'd be dead as well. <laughs> Fair enough as well. All right, pick one movie, Friday the 13th or The Shining. Friday the 13th. Okay, okay. I'm a Kubrick fan, so I'll just let that one pass. Uh, road trip, buddy. Uh, you have one choice between these two. You gotta travel across the U.S. with Dan Aykroyd or Anderson Cooper? Dan Aykroyd. Now, do you know why I put Dan Aykroyd in there? I'm sure you follow him, right? Vaguely. Yeah, he's he's big into the paranormal stuff, uh, from what I understand. Okay, uh, would you rather be us? Ghostbusters, man. No, yeah, no, definitely Ghostbusters, but he was like, he's also legitimately into that stuff in real life. Like, I think he drew inspiration from his normal passions, um, when making that, but, um, 
All right. Would you rather get stuck or travel to, I should say, a tropical island or a snow-capped mountain? Tropical island. I hate the snow. Yeah. <laughs> That's 90, 90%, 95% of our guests only say tropical island. All right. You can relive one year in your life. Which one would it be? Um, the birth of my first child. So 2000. Yeah, 2000. Great answer. Nice enough. That's good. Yeah, um, <clears throat> I just realized I double questioned that double question. Okay, this is going to go on to the last one then because I actually have some uh, uh, mess-ups here in the rapid fire. That's all done right now. <laughs> okay, so next week, during an investigation, you trip down some stairs, land on your head, and you have a near-death experience, NDE. During your time passed out, you see an apparition. Uh, that apparition says that you have two choices. One, you can continue on to the ether and see the other side, uh, but you'll never be able to speak to it, uh, speak of it to anyone. You'll never be able to tell anyone. Or two, you can go back to your body now and remember the conversation that you had and you can talk about it, but you won't get to see the other side. Which would you pick? Mm-hmm. I'd go back to my body. Why is that? Because you're going to be able to see the other side eventually. <laughs> That's a good enough. I didn't even think of that. That's a good point. But I see for me, like, at least I would want to be able to, like, go see something to get some answers. Like, I'm a big answer-driven guy. So I think even if I couldn't tell anybody, I still think I would go um, and, and go find out what's what's in the beyond. Dave, uh, Dave, number one, what would you take? I, I got the same uh, mindset. I'll, I'll pick body. Yep. Let's go back to your body. Yep. I would have fair to enough. tell somebody. What was that? I would have to tell somebody. Yeah, I, I think that's that to myself. That would be tough though, wouldn't it? Like if they're like, "Hey, here's all this stuff, but you don't get to tell anybody," or you get to go back and say you got a conversation. <laughs> At least that's what I think. It would be hard though, wouldn't it? You go back to your house, you're like, "Wife, uh, daughter's uh, life is." I can't tell you. <laughs> Don, you got any more uh, rapid fire? Mm-mm. Sorry, that was the last one. Okay. Next question for Dave. Uh, Dave, do you, um, have you dealt with a lot of skeptics or you, do you currently deal with a lot of skeptics and, and how do you, how do you handle that? I don't deal with many. I I, I live with one. My wife is a big skeptic because she doesn't see anything. She doesn't interact with anything. But out of the house, everybody that I interact with is on my side. They, they, I fully supported. They, uh, they see things and they, um, they agree with me. Um, have you ever had somebody change their mind? Sorry to jump off on you there, Dave. I'll, I'll let you finish. But have you ever had somebody, uh, like say, I'm not a skeptic, but then like, you know, my dog caught on fire? Uh, no, I've never had that. <laughs> you know, now I'm, now <laughs> I'm a believer. Dog, but in general. Yeah. What were you going to say, Dave? No, I just, I just had another question. Um, what I was going to ask Dave was, um, so Dave, what happens when, when people contact you when they believe that they're being haunted or there's something, there's something weird going on? What's the whole process and procedure? Like, what are the steps that, that you guys take? Um, like this, this past weekend, um, uh, we, I was with the Leffingwell Inn and we were on the town green in Norwich for historical day and this lady had come up to me. And she's like, oh, well, there's, I have an 1800s house and I found some weird stuff in the walls and things keep happening. So from that point, I get a hold of Ashley, who is the case manager. She sets up 
an initial interview to find out what exactly is going on, if we can disprove this, if it's like pipes rattling or mice in the walls or whatnot. And after the interview, when we decide that, yeah, we can go in and we can check it out, we'll set up another date, we'll bring our equipment in, like hour and a half, two hours, we're in and out, we do our thing, and then within a week, uh, we have your evidence, if there is any, uh, and then we give the client a uh, a CD with everything we have on it. It's cool, man. It it seems like a lot of fun doing uh, investigations. It's, it is awesome, and and if and if things keep happening, we'll bring different people in to try to help this client. You got something, Don? Sorry, I just realized my mic was off. I was trying to keep everything quiet. Um, <clears throat> not, not really. Uh, I was just enjoying listening again to the stories. Um, no, sorry, I forgot where I was going with all that. I, I was trying to get through. I was trying to talk, and I didn't realize my mic was off. So, uh, no, continue on if you have something else. I'm just gonna screw up the whole show. <laughs> um, all right. So, um, <clears throat> Dave, in closing, do you have any messages uh, for the for the? people listening or skeptics out there, anything you want to plug, pages, you know, Arrowhead Investigations, where can people reach you guys? Um, for, for the skeptics, not really. I mean, to each his own. I mean, if you believe, you believe until, or if you don't believe, until you see it, you're not going to believe. So I, I, I just let people like that go. Right, right. And uh, for a plug... It's, uh, the webpage for Arrowhead, or the, yeah, the website for Arrowhead is arrowheadinvestigations.net. And we are also on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram at Arrowhead Investigations. Cool. Or Arrowhead Paranormal. Now you guys, uh, again, you guys are based in Connecticut, right? Dave? Yeah, we are based in Uncasville, Connecticut. We can pretty much throw a rock and hit the Mohegan Sun. <laughs> That's mm. cool. I love uh, Mohegan Sun, better than Foxwoods. Very cool casino. Absolutely, and it's closer. So there you have it, guys. Uh, Arrowhead Paranormal Investigations. We're going to include the links in the description of the episode. Uh, please check them out. Like them, follow them. We definitely are. If you guys have any weird, funky stuff going on, who are you going to call? Not the Ghostbusters. You're going to call Arrowhead. <laughs> Don, uh, you got anything? Do you want to take us out? Uh, no, I guess I'm just going to wrap it up. Um, if, are you all set, Dave number one? Yep. All right, well, uh, make sure you interact with us. Feel free, if you guys want to, uh, share a ghost story that you have or a uh, paranormal, to be correct, story. Uh, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at uh, Funny Blunt Truth Podcast. Uh, if you find anything wrong with this episode, you can't hear us, uh, whatever you don't like, make sure you address everything to Dave. Uh, and that's Dave number one. Uh, funny blunt truth podcast at gmail.com, uh, for anything else. And like, subscribe on iTunes. You give us a rating, tell us we're great. Otherwise, whatever, it all helps us out in the end. Um, for episode 31, I'd like to thank our guest Dave, uh, at, um, Arrowhead Investigations. I got it. And, uh, and, uh, Dave, uh, for myself, Don, that's been episode 31. We'll see you on the next one.